0: Welcome, welcome to the daily podcast of the responsible restaurant owner. That was a little extract of uh, Tongue Tide by uh, Charlie Winston from his album, uh, his album, his album Hobo. And uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the daily podcast of the responsible restaurant owner. If this is the first time for you here, gosh, welcome. Thank you for being here. I know you have a choice, I know you're busy. I don't know what you're busy with, but you're definitely busy. Even if it's you're not busy with something productive, your mind is busy, and I know that. So, you're joining this podcast. You know, don't you focus a little bit on the restaurant business? You know, what does it take to run it, to make it happen? Learn from uh, the experiences of your humble servant here, Sham, first-generation immigrant to the United States. Um, extremely poor grasp of the English language. I still learn. Every single day, man, I come through at least one or two new words. And I'm very humbled. I'm like, wow, so many new concepts, new things. When will it ever end? And thank God it will never end. You will always keep on learning. But uh, you know, um, we can spend our entire life seeking a new knowledge and uh, having the thrill, the dopamine shoots of aha moments. Whenever you share something brand new to somebody, there is excitement. Oh, yeah, this is it. This is the the one thing that's going to take me to the next level. I'm going to be done. I don't have to think anymore. Just this one thing is going to take me to the next level. And the truth of the matter is that ideas last the time of them remaining in your mind. So you have either to remind yourself or take actions. And I'm a big fan of taking action. You know, no matter what your mind tells you, No matter what words say, actions speak louder than words. We all heard that. So let's get to the nitty-gritty of today's uh, podcast. Uh, One, um, I definitely recommend, uh, before going any further on this, uh, whenever you listen to somebody, you need to know what their motives are. Uh, What is their big picture? Uh, The advice you will be receiving from somebody who is close to to the doors of retirement versus somebody who is in the trenches of the hospitality industry versus somebody who is a consultant for a chain restaurant versus somebody who is uh, you know focusing on one side operation you're going to get different advices and uh, maybe in your life your plan you want to open multiple locations all over the world which, where that's where I was at the beginning, but my mind changed. So, I invite you to have a glimpse at what my full picture is all you need to open and run your first successful restaurant. You can download this form for free uh, at www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner. Open receipt of that form, you will be receiving a sequence of emails from me that I believe can literally help you take your journey toward not only opening but if you are a current restaurant owner running a smooth operation uh, I think you should be able to see improvements within I want to say the first week if you are really into it if you really seek results and uh, that was that that was the important point is do check what the big picture of the person you're listening to what is their background what are they doing and I like to focus on small and medium-sized restaurant operations. Um, the biggest restaurants I ever had had 100 seats outside patio, three catering companies that have been able to build one vegan cafe, one juice bar, and one modest retail distribution business. I got involved with uh, live entertainment. I got involved with farmers markets. Uh, you know, among the people I had the chance to work uh, with, four uh, Google, Yahoo and Skype, WhatsApp. I mean I was in the Silicon Valley. so I was r- surrounded by billion dollar companies and I had a chance to interact with what is seems to be called the cream of the crop of the, the tech world. and uh, it brings together the best of I think what the today's workforce is with all respect, to all uh, the different talents and brain uh, all over the world. But many talks. And uh, when Google puts their head or their mind on candidates, they will bring together the package that they need because they have the money for it. I mean, where do you go to look for information Google? And every single ad that you see on the side of Google is pretty much money that they make. Uh, And Google is one of the biggest names out there. Uh, Facebook was one of the clients as well. Definitely YouTube, Netflix. I mean, literally I had the chance to go inside their headquarters, talk to their different departments from uh, uh, research and development to uh, HR. Uh, you know, uh, we had a chance actually one day to do the catering for the founder of Yahoo. I forgot his name, man. Anyways, and I had a chance to meet the, the VP of eBay. And when you meet these people, man, like... When you look at them from outside, you're like, okay, this is just a normal, regular person, family man, very humble, very modest, extremely polite. That was amazing. They're so easy to talk to. They are like, you know, they don't want drama. They, you know, they they will always do everything they can to save face for themselves and for their people. And that's the topic of today's podcast, guys: <clears throat> the importance of saving face. This is a big mistake I made when I first started. And I think I learned that from my mentor, uh, Darren. Uh, Darren, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. And uh, this was my first job. He was a mortgage broker, an insurance agent, and, uh, you know, first generation immigrants. Uh, he was very kind to offer me sponsorship for me to work and stay in the United States because he said I had talents that the local workforce did not have. So that was the argument you would use. But anyways, I end up going a different route. That's for a different story, a different podcast. And, uh, and man, he, he was rough, man. He, he was rough. I mean, there is no ifs and buts. When you do something wrong, he will tell you right there in your face. He will like literally, your entire body will be shaking because he will tell you literally how bad of a mistake you have made. And that's, and I I learned from that, you know, I learned from that. I thought that was the best way to actually go about having people make changes. And, uh, but I also learned another thing from him is that he was also extremely kind when you do the job right. So there was this kind of love-hate relationship going on. But the truth of the matter is that as I was working with him, the only thing I was thinking, I was like, man, when am I going to be able to get out of this job? I mean, the money is okay. I'm learning a lot. But just having somebody who can snap and destroy my self-esteem because of their mood or because of a validated that's always made me want to think about when to leave. But I didn't know that. I didn't feel that. And I was working with him, <clears throat> excuse me, for quite some time. And I did that to some employees of mine. And when you do that, you just destroy Any kind of good faith that you ever had with that person. I mean, remember, when the person comes and works for you, or you go work for somebody, it's all positive. Man, you sharpen your resume, you look good, the manager has a positive outlook, tells you about the bright future that you're going to have. And then one day, because of maybe a legitimate mistake, or maybe a mistake that's because you just never knew how to handle it, the person in front of all the people in your team, pretty much he tells them how big of a moron you have. That you're not somebody to trust, that you are somebody who is lying, that somebody who is unreliable. And it's extremely uncomfortable, and people do not recover from that. A lesson I learned is you know, hey, don't mess with somebody's ego, somebody's money, and somebody's wife, somebody's spouse. And that's definitely dealing with somebody's ego. And uh, whenever you put yourself in a situation where you do not help the other person say face. Well, they already start thinking about how they're going to get out the hell out of there. (coughs) Sorry, it's springtime. So so help people save face. Now, I want to share a couple of stories. One of them was that one that I just shared. The other one is when I was working in the mortgage industry, it goes also the other way as an employee. This is not something to save face as an owner, as a boss, but also as a team player. there was this uh, mortgage agency, and one of the girls that was working with us, she was number one top loan officer originator in number of sales, pretty much the biggest earner for a company, one out of 5,000 different employees in the United States. Impressive, really impressive. She was just she was brilliant. She was just brilliant. And after one year and a half of uh, working for the company, during the company meetings, she will start uh, bringing bringing up in front of every single employee, every single manager, all the flaws of the managerial companies. I mean, she had like a couple of processors working just for her. She has a full-blown mini-section department of the company working for her. And everybody was jumping hoops whenever she said jump. So she was kind of a semi-little boss. So she had no complaints, but she was always thinking that by bringing up the misbehavior of management, of processing of the team overall, she will help the fellow other loan officers. And the other loan officers love it. You know, the other employees, when you jump in front of the bus to let them know how things are going wrong, everybody is very happy. It's like, oh my gosh, finally, somebody did it. I really wanted to talk about this, but I never had the courage to do it. And when they go ahead and they they pretty much uh, insult uh, the cohesiveness of the team, You know, when you go out there and you just say how bad of a team, it's like your quarterback scoring against you in the middle of the training. You know, uh, there is a proper way to do that. If you have a problem with your manager, if you notice something that's going to be improved, do share it only with the people that's going to make a difference. If you believe that your current restaurant owner is uh, not... uh, for whatever reason, not recording your clocking and clock out time right, he's not giving you your loud break, he's not uh, doing something wrong, not following up with the guests. You find the time to delicately go to the manager. The, everybody talks about having an open door policy. Go there and okay, boss, how are you doing? And hey, I just want to share with you that a uh, uh, couple of employees have talked to me about about the clock in clock out time and I just want to let you know that some employees are talking about it. Boss, sorry for not being able to share the name of other employees or just be super affront. Hey boss, you know, I've been looking at my time card and, you know, I, I noticed that the time is not recorded properly. Can you please fix that and can you address it with the team? Because I think some other employees may have the same concern. And by being that, you're demonstrating that you're a team player, that you're somebody that you can trust. Because here is the thing. As a manager, as I like to say, we deal with crisis. We don't deal when things are smooth. We only deal when there is problems. And there is nothing more embarrassing when a manager is actually trying to put together a team to keep that positive spirit of hospitality. When we're serving sometimes some nuts cases that make, make us want to reconsider the choice to actually serve others, you know, sometimes you're in a job, whatever job you are, and you come across some people, man, and you're like, man, dude, there is no love in this, <laughs> there is no love this, pure evil coming, uh, the devil himself uh, turned into a human being and came in to, to test my patience and willingness, and that over the course of a career can literally get to your self-ego, perception of se- sense of self-worth, And just respect for the human species as a whole. So when you work so hard to fight, resist, try to keep a positive energy, and when somebody from your own team stabs you in the back in front of the rest of your team, for me, whenever that happened, seriously, I was like, okay, I already spoke to this employee, I already told them, to address the problem now, all they are wanting to do is they want to destroy my team. They want to destroy my work that they have done to bring this team together through a problem that can be easily solved if this person takes the time to come inside my office. And I have to say that when people do that and start spreading what I like to call cancers inside my team, they're not worth it. You know, I, it's They're more of a liability. They're costing me more money more peace of mind you know then those other employees that are going to hear all these negative things when they're going to come to work they're going to be like is this the right place to work and i uh, man, man i've been building this for 10 years 15 years 20 years and a clown is going to come from out of the street with all respect and it's going to destroy all these things it's just a matter of self-respect now if you are a manager an owner listening to this and you have a little smile in your face. Well, I really want to make you relax a little bit and ask you, hey, have you done the proper onboarding process? Have you talked to your team on how to address crisis and problems? Who do they need to talk to about their employment, about things that they like and things that they don't like. If the answer is no, if you just saw them, okay, sign these forms, disclosures, put your apron, let's get on the floor, then don't blame them if they go and spread bad energy on your team and the damage will already be done. So always, once again,
1: the basics,
0: the basics of being smooth and sharp and firing at hiring in the hospitality industry. So that was it today, guys. Uh, save face, help people save face. Uh, you're really going to be very thankful for doing it. People are going to appreciate you. The quality of your relationship is going to be higher. And uh, and then there is obviously uh, things that are just, uh, there is no excuse for them. For example, for me, uh, cases of theft. Our big no-no, there is just, just no room. Once the trust is lost, the trust is lost. But uh, please be kind to each other. And until we uh, hear each other again, uh, come say hi at www.theresponsiblerestaurantowner And remember, the secret ingredient is love, baby. Love, yeah.